From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. I'm Marty Michelson. Each week, I discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. Here's our latest conversation. So, Jr., it was a busy week for the Wisconsin courts. The Supreme Court rejected a couple of lawsuits related to President Trump's claims that the election was conducted illegally in the state. The court ruled that Trump's grievances must first go through lower courts. His attorneys then filed similar claims in federal court in Wisconsin. The Supreme Court also rejected a lawsuit filed by Trump allies to have the Republican-controlled state legislature choose the electors who will ultimately cast ballots for president. What do you think will happen this week? Are we going to see rulings from lower courts, with Trump's case then going back to the Wisconsin Supreme Court? Well, Trump can't be able to have that option, it looks like. Uh, the reserve judge who was overseeing the state lawsuit and uh, the president's uh, filed over Wisconsin's elections indicated during a hearing on Friday that he plans to rule from the bench. That will be either Thursday afternoon or Friday morning. There's a federal hearing in the federal lawsuit filed by Trump that morning. Um, the state hearing would go on that afternoon as long as the federal one was done. If it's not, they'll go into the next morning. But that would push things to December 11th. The Electoral College meets on the 14th, which is that following Monday. So there would still be time for the Trump campaign to file a an appeal with the state Supreme Court, but it's a very narrow window and a very compressed time frame to get that done. In each of these four to three Wisconsin Supreme Court rulings, Justice Brian Hagedorn sided with the liberal faction of the court to reject the challenges. This isn't the first time Hagedorn has acted as the swing vote, but this time it really caused an uproar among conservatives. Hagedorn was elected in April of 2019 under the assumption that he would be a solid conservative vote on the court. So what do you think is going on here? Well, remember, what Brian Hayden ran on was that he was going to follow the law regardless of politics or his personal preference. Here you have Brian Hagedorn saying the law says this, and that's what I am going to follow. Um, typically, in Wisconsin, lawsuits go to the circuit court level first, the appeals court, then the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has the option to take a case directly, but tradition has been that the lower courts develop the record, take the testimony, have the hearings, and kind of gather the, the record together, the court then to weigh in on the legal issues. We've been seeing that kind of bypassed uh, the last couple of years, especially with uh, conservative groups suing over things that Tony Evers has done or other actions going right to the Supreme Court. All that Hagorn is saying is that the state law, specifically when it comes to challenging the recount results, says the case should go to circuit court first. He's saying that it should follow that law. Now, if you're the Trump campaign, if you think about it, and I know there are a lot of conservatives unhappy about Hagedorn's decision, but think about the time frame. The judge that's been appointed to oversee this case now in the lower courts, he basically laid out a window of a week between the case being filed and having a decision. If the Trump campaign had gone to the lower courts, as the law says, on Tuesday of this past week, He'd have a decision with any day now and still have a window with time to spare, possibly, of appealing to the state Supreme Court. But they chose to go right to the Supreme Court, and you know people understand why, because it's the ultimate decider of things in Wisconsin. But they kind of brought this upon themselves by taking this chance of going to the Supreme Court first, 
and not following what statute says. Also last week, Assembly Speaker Robin Voss announced that the Committee on Campaigns and Elections will hold a public hearing on the Wisconsin election. Voss says he spent the past month gathering complaints about the election and the way it was conducted. The hearing is scheduled for Friday at the state capitol. What do you think we'll hear and who do you think will testify? Well, I asked uh, the chair of the committee, Ron Tussler, Republican from Harrison um, in the Appleton area, if he was going to ask, for example, Rudy Giuliani to come testify. He's uh, a representative for the, the president, has spoken at hearings in other states. Um, Tosser told me that that was not the plan. The plan was to focus on local officials, Wisconsin, people in Wisconsin to testify. Um, the kind of the suggestion is that we're going to hear people with their observations about what they saw during the count. Uh, but at this point, we have not seen uh, any solid evidence of true widespread fraud. Um, there are people who have complained about not having proper access to viewing the count, for example, in Milwaukee. There have been complaints about the process, the, the process about the election was run. But as far as like creating new ballots or some kind of widespread systemic fraud, no, there, there's been no allegation that raised that's been credible so far in Wisconsin. So if we haven't seen the lawsuits from the president, you'd have to wonder if there's any actual true evidence of fraud before this hearing. Um, there was stuff out there you'd think the president would have it in his lawsuits. And finally, Republican legislative leaders last week unveiled their coronavirus relief package. The plan requires legislative oversight of vaccine distribution in Wisconsin, as well as providing payments to parents of children who have had 50% virtual instruction since September, among other measures. The GOP plan differs drastically from Democratic Governor Tony Evers' proposals. Do you think the two sides can reach an agreement and can something be ironed out before the new legislature is seated next month? It doesn't look great right now. Um, Senate Republicans have kind of made clear that they don't really plan on meeting between now and the end of the year, that this is something more likely they would take up after the first of the year the new legislative session begins. Um, Devin Lemahieu, the incoming drill leader, has indicated before that his preference right now would be take surplus money in the Medicaid fund and repackage that to cover costs related to COVID-19. So there is, is not an appetite that we've seen so far from the um, Senate Republicans to come in for this year is out. So it's not a great sign for something getting done before uh, the end of 2020. That's WISPolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.